experience show and it's the fun fluffing friday edition yes fun fluffing friday returns tonight on the birth the heavenly birthday of the one and only tupac shakur that was born june 16 1971 so y'all know how we do here on the hot john experience we got to do our little dedication so this next song goes out to all them imitators who trying to imitate her but they can never because she's a greater originator kiwi 305-954 for show let's go all eyes on me yeah <laughs> all y'all so-called creators <laughs> creator me originator not duplicator. Ho! You know Woo! I bet you got this. You don't know who to trust. So many players hate me. It's trying to sound like us. Take it great for the floor. I don't think they know. Straight to the depths of hell. The freedom got to go. For all your skills down. Make an opportunity to see me. And let the devil do something. Cause they ain't probably free me. I got a camera man. I think it's every time you ride. shot it but y'all ain't want to listen to nobody boosie what you doing bro talk to him again pop I 
your killer, but don't push me. Repentance like the sweetest joy makes a deep blessing. Picture paragraphs unloaded, wise words being quoted. Beat the weakness in the rap game and showed it. Bow down, pray to God, hoping in existence. See niggas coming for me. I'm a diamond in existence. Now pay attention, listen to me, father. I'm a ghost, so you shouldn't be a pale bear attention. I broke the whole deep inside the solitary minds of a madman. Streets in the dark, people look. Release, defeat. y'all understand me i'm taking this time right now to apologize to absolutely nobody this is the fun fluffing friday edition of the hot deep john's experience show for those of you who don't know it's your first time listening to the podcast welcome 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 to the flamey we don't just welcome you to the barbecue we welcome you into the flame and you officially a flame because why because i'm hot deep john's you keep me lit and we stay 10 toes down in this shit and uh, i'm taking this time to apologize to absolutely nobody because on fun fluffing friday we have fun fluffing up some of the dum-dums and these um topics of the week uh so without further ado this one's for you boo <laughs> this one is for you make sure you follow your girl at hot d johns on all platforms instagram twitter facebook youtube you got it you want it toyota okay and also make sure that you like share and subscribe to the podcast trust me this feeling ain't gonna last you're gonna want to get it again and again and again everybody need a sip of kiwi every day baby it keeps the doctor away you feel me <laughs> so without further ado let's get started boo 
Yeah, tonight is a hot Johns experience explosion. We got a lot of topics that we gotta have fun fluffing up. We're gonna have some fun, and so many people gonna really get fluffed up because there's some really fluffed up ish going on out here in these streets. Okay, but before we get started with the fluffing up, I want to make sure we have a little fun. So we're gonna send us out a congratulations to Tyler Perry. Yes, Mr. Perry, aka Madea, uh, aka all the movies, aka bought a whole plantation, a whole corner of earth in Atlanta and made it into um, studios and offices and everything and employed like a plethora of people. So shout out to you, Tyler Perry, pulling off a record-breaking, history-making deal by purchasing BET and VH1. So congratulations to you, Tyler. You know, we're going to start off the Juneteenth weekend right before I start you know, before I start fluffing them up, let me just go ahead and puff one up. And that's Mr. Tyler Perry. So again, we say congratulations and salute to you, King. And um, we're going to see how this works out. You know, hopefully, I mean, we already been getting our little mother introduction to all of the movies and stuff on there anyway. We're starting to see different content on there anyway. So maybe now that Tyler Perry is, is owning black entertainment television and not big home. Maybe now we'll be on. I said what I meant. Yeah, it's time to get started. I said what I meant. And on VH1, we just begun. We've only just begun. Okay? <laughs> you don't move all of the ratchet black stuff over to MTV. I guess y'all gonna make MTV build up like how y'all did Fox back in the day. And then once y'all build them up, then you'll take them off and then put uh orange county and all that shit back on there after you get out of the uh, audience i said what i meant i said what i meant so i'm looking very forward to seeing what type of content and um shows that's going to be on vh1 and bet with tyler in charge so very excited again we want to say happy birthday to the king of poetry of the rap um a thespian a poet in case y'all didn't know it tupac shakur um, who would have been 52 years old today. Um, he was born June 16, 1971, and recently was given a posthumous, those of you in the back, that means after death um, awards uh, for, I think it was a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. So, you know, I mean, a star on the um, Hollywood Walk of Fame. So, you know, I guess congratulations for that. I think it's kind of bittersweet because um, God bless the dead mama of Phoenix not here. Uh, he's not here, but I think his dad got out. So I didn't really watch the uh, the um, ceremony, but you know, hey, I guess it's all good. He did finally get recognized and get his little star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So shout out to you and happy birthday to you. So without further ado, we're going to dive right on in to our little um, fun fluffy fridays and again for those of you it's your first time listening to the podcast fun fluffing friday is just our little spin on a, a nice little fun friday where we have fun fluffing up some topics um of the week some hot topics some under the radar news um that's reported and i, I like to do the under the radar news because you know the major outlets cover certain things some of these topics might be on major networks um some will be um, under the radar, but that's what we like to do here on the Hottie Johns Experience. So without further ado, let's get into our first topic of the night. Um, NeNe Leaks. I'm going to go ahead and just start with NeNe and fluff her ass up right quick. Uh, it's been reported that NeNe and her African prince, African king, uh, married um, 
and 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 let me get my pastor voice <laughs> uh from africa by way, i mean north carolina by way of africa have uh called it quits um mimi said that you know she's been hearing y'all out here in these streets wanting a, a response and she's been posting up a little narcissistic you know why does she keep me narcissist and narcissistic definition and you know i don't know if she was talking to herself or she was talking about the man yeah time to fluff her up time to fluff her up because i remember back on uh real housewives of atlanta when it was a situation with big papa and kim you know you said kim you need to learn to close your legs to married men close your legs to married men so i thought i would fluff your ass up tonight nene and said you should have closed your legs to married men for those of you who didn't know uh when she did first start dating him three months after greg's passing mm, we can we can fluff that up right there but we won't we'll keep that moving because you know everybody grieves differently some grieve and take the year off as a widow and some grieve and fall on top of a penis pillow <laughs> hello that's what i said we're fluffing her ass up tonight we're fluffing her up tonight so once she got involved with this gentleman uh nashima silo or uh, whatever name um she it, it became apparent that he was married his wife filed a charge for abandonment, which is a charge that was um, actually brought against uh, Fantasia back in the day when she was dating the guy, gave one of y'all regulars a chance, okay? And he played like he didn't know what the hell was going on, like he didn't realize that he was married. She had no clue. Um, on In this instance, I'm not sure if Mimi had a clue or not. There are some say that she did, some say she didn't, some say she... That she was told that they were separated so i'm not sure because she was putting up posts you know his yours yours mine ours and all this dumb shit. so you know it looks to me like you knew exactly what you were doing but that being said um yeah nini we we just gonna just fluff your ass up tonight and said okay i'm glad you this your soft girl era because you have no other choice but to be soft now i mean at the end of the day you've gone through a lot you lost your husband you lost the show and um and apparently now you don't lost this lady this man back to his lady you know he trying to find his way back to you baby okay <laughs> so nene we wish you the best um you know but close your legs to married men okay so that's it for um lily licks our next topic up is dump is added again i think a couple of days ago here on the podcast we discussed about dump and being arraigned and quote quote arrested not the type of arrested that we're going to talk about with boosie not that type of arrested but he was um arraigned on 37 counts of basically keeping documents that were supposed to be secret documents that should have never left the white house if you didn't get a chance to listen to my podcast on talk about it tuesday and on monday and on wednesday check those out you will be glad you did okay that being said it has now been um disgusted oh i should say well he's disgusted but discussed and and it has now been revealed that when he took his trip from the courthouse with those of you who did 
listen to the podcast from the other night, I did explain to you all that it was just like a parade down to Versailles, the Cuban restaurant, and then on to his private jet to a fundraising event. Never seen somebody brought on 37 counts of federal charges that walks in the front, then get, you know, fingerprints, get a picture taken that's not released to the public because it probably never was taken. I said what I meant. I said what I meant. But anywho, walk out the back and then go down there, get prayed for with no holy oil for this demon. Because they knew if they would have did that and he would have started peeling open and, and the beast busting out his ass, then, you know, y'all would have had to see an exorcism live on TV. So they didn't want that to happen. So ain't nobody bring the holy oil. But, they, you know, they touched on and they prayed and everything. And the lady started walking through the restaurant. And he's like, oh, lunch for everybody, lunch for everybody. Well, apparently, Dump walked out and didn't pay for a single meal. Hell, not even his own. So we fluffing you up tonight, Dump, because at the end of the day, you have done enough damage to last a lifetime. Like I said the other night, and I've always said, this is a old school, one of those old school Chicago uh, Al Capone type gangsters that just come in doo -doo 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 -doo, and go out, ain't bought shit, ain't paid shit, ain't gonna do shit. That's who you are, sir. And for you, to have a parade, a fundraiser, a dedication, and all of this at the end of the day, promise people that, oh, meals for everybody. So I hope that you all are paying attention over there in Little Havana because, you know, Florida been a, a little crazy lately. We've we been a little lit between Dade and Broward, okay? We've been a little lit down here in South Florida. So I hope you paid attention because you thought clapping your hands and stomping your feet to the dumpy, trumpy beat that he was going to come in there and buy you your arroz pollo, your plantanos, your, you know, your uh, pork, your ceviche, mariche, and everything thing else. And he walked in and walked out the same way he walked in and walked out of the courthouse. Nothing. Okay. So we fluffing you up, Dump, and right now we're going to charge you for every last meal that you did not pay for, the lechon, the arroz uh, con pollo, the plantanos. We're going to send you a bill, the black beans. We're sending you a bill, sir, and we need you to expeditiously pay for the plates, okay? So Versailles, don't worry about it. We done already sent the bill out for you. You're welcome. I don't know why y'all insist on believing this man and who he is. If she was still alive, she ain't got to be alive. Her, her words reign today. Maya Angelou, when a person tells you and shows you who they are the first time, believe them. And that's all I'm going to say to y'all. So we're going to see how y'all get the voting and everything. So we're going to move right on over <laughs> to our next fluffing up topic. And um, I want to talk about Mr. Lamar Odom. Yes, Lamar, come on, baby, come on. Come on, Lamar. Lamar Odom versus the never-ending, no expiration date having Kardashian curse. Yes, it has been reported that Lamar Odom is suing his manager, or I should say his former manager, for forgery, for robbery, for all the reads because apparently she forged his name, his signature on paperwork and stole his home in which his auntie was living in. Yes, it's been reported that this home that was in Brooklyn, 
that he had his auntie and I think his nephew standing after her son passed um, was stolen from him right up under his nose due to a forged paperwork that was um, signed by a Tonita baby. Um, yeah, I can't make that up, y'all. That's her name. <laughs> Tonita Bribey, who was, um, this was in May of 2022, sold the Brooklyn house and um, to a third party um, a third party vendor and he says basically his aunt carol was staying in the home carol mercer was there and they've had it for like three decades um ever since her son michael passed i guess he did that so to make sure that you know auntie would have her a nice place to stay he's also um he's also added you know i guess mental anguish emotional anguish confusion um because you know it's been a lot going on with, with Lamar. He was at the uh, Bunny Ranch and then allegedly certain things took place, even though he said all he took was, I guess, one little pill or something like that. He don't know about all the other stuff that was found him because he never did that or however that goes. So, you know, he's come back a mighty long way from that crack addiction, um, car trashing addiction, um, dumping the best thing you ever had. Shout out to you, Taraji P. Henson. Okay, so he's come back from a lot of shit, a lot of bad decisions, you know, basically losing his career in, um, from the L.A. Lakers after being voted the, the sixth man of the year. So he's come back from a lot. And for him to continue to be going through stuff, I mean, he came back from, you know, Carly Red face that, you know, the, I don't know, that was the new face or it was transferring into the new face. It was the old face. You know, a lot of shit. Um, alleged he was dating his uh trans model in australia so he's he's come through a lot of challenges for him to now have to fight to save the home and the only reason he found out according to lamar was because he had been contacted by the auntie because the people were coming there and they went to the courts to force her out because they're like hey we don't paid our money and it's time for you to give us our house honey and she said what in the world is going on lamar so we want to take this time to let Lamar know that um, the Cartesian curse has no expiration date. The only thing you can do is try to work it through and maybe, you know, it will be mercy placed upon you. Okay, Lamar. So we hope that Auntie Carol is not a victim of your circumstances and that you can get this taken care of expeditiously okay because we don't need auntie Carol to be out on the streets all because you picked the car trash in the beat amen <laughs> amen <laughs> all right so we're gonna keep it going we're gonna do one more before we take our first break here on fun fluff and fridays and i want to talk about the philly high school grad that um, was denied her diploma because she danced across the stage and got, you know, and everybody was cheering and smiling and laughing. And apparently, these bastards have no sense of humor, no sense of love, no sense of, you know, wow, this child has made an accomplishment because a lot of kids these days, um, according to statistics held between the ages of 10 and 24, having suicidal thoughts, they're not even making it to a stage. A lot of these kids are out here getting caught up in 
opioid addiction, fentanyl addiction, you know, sex addiction, sex trafficking and everything else. And they're not even being able to fulfill at least a high school diploma and be able to graduate. So there is a lot going on there with that celebration and with that child. And for your ass to sit up there and say that her celebration took away from the other kids. Hell, everybody was there jamming and enjoying the fact that their child, their relative was going across the stage. They made it, nigga, they made it. So for you to turn around and deny her her diploma and try to scorn her for celebration, we're fluffing your ass up, Philly High School. We're fluffing your ass all the way up. And we want y'all to understand that we're not going to have it we're not going to take it. No, we ain't going to take it. We're not going to take it anymore. Leave these kids a motherfucking alone. Leave them alone. I have a story, a quick story time, and then we will go to break. My high school graduation, I was denied my diploma. Why do you say I was denied my diploma? You're like, why, Kiwi? Why they denied it? I'll tell you why. Because when I got up on the stage, I went to a predominantly white school. I think our school had maybe 10% black population. The rest was white. Okay, that being said, when I went across the stage, I was very proud of finishing my diploma. I was very proud and very happy. And I told my mom that when I went up there, especially knowing that that particular principal, that particular that was handing out the diplomas was racist, I was going to put my fist up. I had already planned it. I already knew what I was going to do. Let's go forward. So I moved forward, walked across the stage, put my fist up. Everybody was saying, yay. And then the bitch told me to go across, shook my hand and grabbed my hand and said, you'll be getting your diploma later. And when I walked over to the side, I'm like, what? Waited until after the graduation and told me that I was supposed to be proud and walk across with grace. And I was not supposed to make such a, a, a statement when I'm walking across during it. I said, give me my diploma. Yeah, true story. So I am feeling for her and standing with her because at the end of the day, this is the first step to freedom. You're getting out of high school, you're getting ready to go to college or you know whatever you have decided to do post-secondary. So let's just hear what this young lady had to say before we go to break. Sue for an apology and calling for change after she did not receive her diploma on stage. Some school leaders say it's because she broke the rules. However, she argues she was just expressing herself during a once-in-a-lifetime event. She stole that moment from me. I will never get that again. Hafsa Abdur Rothman cried tears of humiliation instead of joy at her high school graduation on June 9th. The 17-year-old says the principal warned students their families could not cheer or clap when they walk on stage. And I understood the rules, so I was telling in the video, I was like, she like, do not say nothing because I want my diploma. I knew and understood what we were supposed to do. In this video, you can see Abdur Rahman dance across the stage and then hear the response from the crowd. She says because they laughed, the principal told her she could not receive her diploma. If they thought that I shouldn't like do the green across the stage and do the girls' high traditions, nobody should have been able to wave or blow kisses or do period signs because I feel like that's the same thing. So I just thought it was really unfair. Abdur Rahman says she's not alone. Three other girls did not get their diplomas on stage, but all of them did after the ceremony. The school district of Philadelphia said in a statement, quote, 
The district does not condone the withholding of earned diplomas based on family members cheering for their graduates. We apologize to all the families and graduates who were impacted and are further looking into this matter to avoid it happening in the future. Although Abdur Rahman wishes she had a better experience, she and her mother hope school leaders learned a valuable lesson. It's 2023. A lot has happened. These girls went through COVID together. Mm -hmm. I understand traditions and moved are set, you know, things for a reason. But we're not saying that they should be broken, but they might need to be revised also. And there you have it. And yes, the rules do need to be revised. I'm tired of going to graduations and not being able to cheer for my child. I want to be able to cheer for my child. I want you to be able to cheer for your child. I want her to be able to cheer for her child, her relative. When they say that name, yell, say woo, clap, and stop so the next person's name can be heard. We're sick and tired of your ass sitting up here and having a thousand speakers from a thousand motherfuckers that we don't even give a damn about. Then just to turn around and rush these kids across the stage. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up so you can't clap because we'd have taken 3,000 hours of your time with some bullshit ass statements that we don't mean and we're going to be crying and we're going to follow you through and all that bull. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. We don't want to hear none of that shit. We want y'all to say what y'all want to say. We got to have a thousand songs by these little non-singing ass choirs because you never had the ones up there that can sing. I said what I meant to do all of these songs. You always got to have somebody up there that's somebody's friend's child or the principal. So we're getting sick and tired of that shit. Leave these kids alone. They have earned it. They have gone through the most, like she said, a pandemic. They've gone through racial unrest. They've gone through so much shit. So for them to be able to even walk across the stage of 2023, because the kids in 2020, I think summer 2021, they were not able to do that. So for them to be able to get that and accomplish that, leave them damn kids alone, change the rules and let people cheer for their children and let these kids celebrate how they want to celebrate as long as it's not something that is disrespectful or distasteful. And that being said, that concludes the first half of Fun Fluffy Fridays. Go ahead, grab your yak, grab your throne, and go tell them how D. Johns is on. So let's get on until we come back. Go ahead and grab that drink and grab that snack. Come on back. <laughs> We're going to ride out just like that until we get back to on the other side of our break. Uh, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. y'all thought that was y'all thought it was my girl you know who i candy it's so many people that have um actually sampled that song i mean i have a story time about him that i'm gonna share with you guys um when i was growing up 
uh, my mom, I think I've spoken about it here. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Y'all should have that drink, that chon of that yak and that snack. Okay. <laughs> but um, I was a very young girl and my mom was, you know, she was, she was in the industry for a little bit. She was saying, and then she was at the time managing this apartment building. Well, they were in town. They were good friends. Cause as you don't know, if you, those of you who don't know, Casey, um, and from Casey and Sunshine Band was from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So when he came, they came into town and my mom used to sing and stuff. She was on the circuit and everything. They came to visit. And at the time, I think I've told this story on here on this platform before, but at the time, I was very afraid of any man or anybody I saw that did not have hair. Like it scared the hell out of me. I don't know why, but bald head scared me. Now I love bald heads, but bald head scared me. And I remember when the guy came and they had the horn section and everything, and we loved the song Boogie Shoes. And they were out there and they did like an impromptu right there in the courtyard of this apartment complex that my mom was managing and they did the song and i remember the guy with the bald head and stuff and that's just it that's a good memory for me and every time i hear this sample come up i always get like wow you know he's came a mighty long way um so yeah i, I love it you know and shout out to broward county that girl i can't even know i'm gonna show you some love before we get up out of here tonight but I just had to play the original because if you think, and I know y'all thought that's what it was coming in, but for it to be so many um, samples, so many different songs that use that sample, I think it's really cool. And I just wanted to share that story. So yeah, but yeah, thank you. Once again, um, we are back and this is the Hot D. John's Experience Fun Fluffing Friday where we have fun fluffing up some of the hot topics and under the radar news articles of the week and uh, we left off with the philadelphia uh, foolery with the young lady um diploma and along with three other kids diplomas being held for celebrating walking across the stage either dancing skipping or making a hand gesture so we left off in there and we're getting ready to move into our next topic for Fluff fluffy friday before we get to our main topic which is going to be boosie dumbass Yes, Boosie. Yes. Yes, bro. I'm doing it to you tonight. I'm doing it to you tonight. I'm very upset. I'm very upset because out of all the people, out of all the rappers, you, Boosie, dumbass, should have known better than what you did. You should have known better. You should have known better. Okay? We're going to call it Boosie versus the Vlad curse because, God damn it, didn't Tyrese just come out the other week and put y'all on the game? Before I get started, I want to get I want to get off track. I want to get off track. Let me, um, let me let me let me bring it on back. Let me bring it on back. So, let's go to the next topic before we get to Boosie because I'm, I'm very passionate about that because I, I really thought he was gonna be a little smarter than that. Um, the grand jury <laughs> has indicted um Daniel for the death of um mr um johan neely if you guys remember this is the guy that was on the subway and the man came up and gave him a uh i think he put him in a chokehold if i'm not mistaken and now they they took the case 
to a grand jury to see if he should be charged because remember they originally did not charge him and the grand jury has come back to decide to charge him and i believe it's going to be second degree manslaughter and here's the thing that i i want to fluff up tonight why the hell is it second degree manslaughter i'm getting tired of these manslaughter cases that are coming up for for this blatantly murderous cases in my opinion in my opinion okay the man wasn't doing a damn thing you walked up to him you this this army vet or whatever the hell he was or, or whatever part of the, the um, armed services that he was in i just think it's very disheartening that it took this to happen i'm glad that people protested i'm glad that people stood up and did not let them get away with it because like i said originally they weren't going to even they weren't going to even charge him with it okay so for the sheer fact that they charged him with it okay kudos but i i just i don't know i don't know how i'm feeling about that but you know i say kudos to the um grand jury for seeing through the bullshit and getting this man a charge okay and he was arrested and he's been indicted so we're going to follow that through but i just want to i just wanted to fluff that up i want to fluff up the entire nation of cops courts i need you guys to make it make sense i need you to make it make sense i don't want to be a debbie downer because we we upbeat and we fluffing up tonight but i just i had to put that one in there because it's very important that we stay on top of cases like that okay and we'll we'll get further into that like maybe one want to talk about it tuesdays where we're going to break down some stuff right there so let's move it along drama rant yes drama rant we fluffing your ass up tonight if you couldn't leave the guns alone it's kiwi on the microphone it's auntie on the microphone niggas and i'm here to tell you 25 games lost sponsorships um in addition to just only eight games that you got for the first offense um and 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 you, you got mentorship being offered by Lil wayne you got stephen jackson who's telling you you got all these guys that's been in the hood you got Allen Allison, you got all these guys that's been in the hood, that's been through what you've been through, that's saying, hey, reach out, young man. You turned them down. Nah, nah, nah. You supposedly came to Miami of all places, came down here to Miami for treatment. What the hell you went with the treatment at? Where you went to treatment? Coco? Uh, 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 where, where you went? Lex? G5? Like, where, where, where is the treatment center that your ass went to for like one or two days and said, I'm healed? I, I, I don't, I don't understand live where did you go and then you turn right back around and this is the thing don't fluff your ass up because you are a multi 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 million dollar basketball player for the memphis grizzlies i'm gonna need you to check your circle because sometimes you think it's a circle and you think this is your crew when it's really a coiling snake and one thing about a coiling snake once it feels a heartbeat once it feels about it, it keeps calling and calling and calling until it squeeze your ass because they got to squeeze you to get you down to get you in so they can devour your ass and that's what you're in right now you're not in a circle you're in the middle of a calling ass snake because there's no way in hell those were your friends or your partners or your bros or, or none of them shits. none of those there's no way possible that that's who that was that was around you that would say hey Oh, you won't, you you got a gun out. Let me go live. 
who the fuck does that? The theme song I love to play with this Jack Harlow song that we like to play here on the podcast, that's our theme song. The reason I like it is the lyrics of this song. Like he says, I got friends that I keep close. Okay? And I let it go while I reload. They let it go while I reload. They let it go. So, niggas, if you are around these niggas and they are the ones that's got something, why the hell you got to be the one to be on the camera? Yeah, yeah, because I'm still bad. Yeah, yeah, because I'm still in these streets. Why the hell would you still be in the streets after $200 million? Why would you be in industries unless they paid in gold in heaven at that point? There'll be no damn street that I would want to be on, no corner, no street, no none of that shit, niggas. 25 games out of 82. And let's calculate how much money per game you're making, what? $200 million. So that means over what, what, a period of five. So you're probably making 40 a year. So you, y'all do the math. Do the motherfucking math. It is disgusting. I'm very disgusted with you. And I hope that now you, you know, you put your statement out again, you apologize to your team and your fans and your family and blah, blah. You did it last time. But now before you can even return, even though it's 25 games before you can even return, you got to go through a NBA mandated program in order for you to return. So it ain't no, Oh, I did it on my own. And I went to Miami to, you know, club licks to clear my mind, you know, get some ass shaking on my ear. So I can I can feel myself and now I'm good. You know, no more of that. So I'm here hoping for the brother to, you know, make it through this little program and be able to move forward accordingly and keep your ass off of live. Keep your ass from in the middle. Check now that you got these 20, you say you're gonna work out and stay in shape and all this, so you'll be ready for your teammates, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and that's all great. But while you are working on that and working on yourself, work on discernment because those niggas that's in that coiling snake that's the part you need to start chopping that damn snake up and before it can wiggle and, and get back together and, and connect, reconnect separate the motherfuckers because there's no way in here those are your real friends your real bros your real those your ten toes if they are putting your ass on live every time it's a gun in place and they bringing a gun around you period if they not stay on security that being said, I'm, I'm not gonna fuck you up no more after that. We're gonna we're gonna keep an eye on that. So 25 games, he gets suspended, losing sponsorships. I'm talking shoe deals and that, like, come on, bro. Y'all so called what y'all calling young bulls is with the bullshit, and it's time to be done with it. That's it. So we're gonna we're gonna move right along. We're gonna move along to the number one beer. Let's talk about Bud Light, y'all. Yes, Bud Light. Um, it has been reported <laughs> that Bud Light is no longer the number one America America's number one beer. And according to sources, they are contributing to possibly the reason being that they used a transgender by the name of Dylan Mulvaney to be the spokesperson or be the spokesmodel, the star of the social media campaign. And they took a significant blow after the fact, after this social media campaign was um, was rolled out. And now they are no longer number one beer. I'm fluffing y'all ass up because at the end of the day, y'all always talk about freedom of this, inclusion of that. 
So are you going to sit here and say that they're not number one, Bud Light, which I'm not a beer person. If I was a beer person, it would be Hennessy or it would be a red, it would be a red stripe or a stout, you know, Caribbean, hello. But um, Bud Light, you really going to blame them that and not because you're some nasty, watery, pee-tasting ass damn beer. I mean, I never understood why nobody drink it anyway. My uncles and all that, Bud, 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 Budweiser, Budweiser. But Bud Light, you know, some sources are apparently allegedly, let me put it out there, allegedly, but thinking that it's possibly that because with it being beer, you know that most of the beer drinkers are what? Conservative white males. And they're looking like, really, niggas? You going to really put this dude on here to represent the beer that I'm putting in my body? <laughs> The hell you will. I bet y'all go to Bush Beer. Okay. Think about that shit. Now, y'all been seeing a lot of Bush Beer and Corona commercials lately. Y'all ain't really been seeing Bud stepping up like that with the Clydesdale and all that. I just, I don't know. I'm just saying it, 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 it's a possibility that that could be it. Okay. So we'll keep an eye on that. But yes, y'all have decided that y'all no longer are considering Bud Light as y'all number one beer. For you conservative white males out there, I guess that is the reason why. So, Dylan, I don't know if it's your fault or not. You know, people are just saying, could it be or it could be not? Okay. <laughs> Let's move it right on along since we are on that topic. Let's talk about something. This should have went on Saturday shenanigans. But let's talk about the transgender that was at the White House. Well we'll, well, well, we'll put that next. We'll put that next. Let me take that back. You know what? No, I'm not. Let me just go ahead and move on with it. The transgender activist Rose Montoya has now issued an apology after her topless stunt at the White House got her banned from future events there. Now, here is her apology. Plus, especially anti-trans violence and legislation runs rampant across our country. I was proud to be invited to speak at the National Press Club during my trip to Washington, D.C. in order to speak about transgender people and experiences at the highest levels of our nation. In a quick moment of fleeting and overwhelming trans joy, I decided to do something unbecoming of a guest of the president at the White House Lawn Celebration. More so than ever before, I have learned how powerful and just how impactful Today, I need to apologize. Earlier this month, I was invited by the White House to attend. My actions are and how impactful it is when we share our stories and experiences and how we do so with the world. I want to take this moment to apologize for the impact of my actions. I especially want to apologize to my Black trans brothers and siblings, especially transgender women who are Black because I understand that you all are constantly at a disproportionate level impacted by the actions of others and especially by anti-trans violence. I would also like to apologize to my family and friends who have been harassed. I would also like to applaud for trans joy, like my little moment of trans joy to be weaponized by vile people of the opposition. Moving forward, I am committed to using this moment as a catalyst for creating positive change, both within myself 
and within the broader community and the world at large. It is my sincere intention to help you. Hello, Mr. President. It is an honor to translate human rights. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now, here's the deal, and this is why I am fluffing your ass up, okay? Montoya, Rose, it has nothing to do with trans joy because me as a born, as y'all call six female, okay, a true female, as me as a female, if I was to walk out there and took these double Ds out and shook them shits on the lawn of the White House, you're right disproportionately they would have been coming at me wholeheartedly i would have been everything but the child of god and for you to sit there and say that it was weaponized against you is a utter bullshit there was nothing weaponized against you as only thing that was weaponized against you was your lack of class and the representation of who you are yes we know you're transgender. That being a transgender, we know that you got some mommy parts that have been added on via whatever methods that they were added on. And that being said, it had nothing to do with you snatching your whole top down, holding your head of your titties, and shaking it fast. The nerve of your ass. And no one's weaponizing. We're saying, damn. So you really mean to tell me you're going to get here in, at the White House, get on the lawn after you done met the president, you there saying thank you for being a, you know, a champion for trans white rights. And that's all good and great and, and terrific. But for you to be there and then basically take your shirt off, off, and then stand there on your top of your dress or whatever the hell and hold your titties and shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. That's not no trans joy. That's some other bullshit. Because you could have done that shit in the car. You could have done that when you got back. Yes, bitch. Yes, I was in the White House, trans rights, and did that shit on your little live or whatever and went from there. Not at the White House. That was a stunt. That was utter bullshit. And I ain't buying it. Yes, you just got fluffed up by Hot D. Johns. I said what I meant. I said what I meant. It makes no sense. So we're not buying it. We don't believe you. You need more people. Okay? So, Rose, um, it's a lot of thorns there. And your ass got stuck. And not even up. I said what I meant. I think it's disgusting. I don't think it's cool. Because at the end of the day, for you to say, sit there and say that you were, that your trans joy was weaponized against you after you basically showed your titties. Because remember now, you're a woman now, right? So if I was to go out there and pat my, and drop my drawers and pat my poom, lift my dress and pat my poom poom, oh, it's, it's the rights. Oh, it, you know, I'm here at the White House and he giving us, like, come on. Give me a break. I, I don't agree with that. And, you know, that's good that you, she made her, you know, apology and that's that's wonderful. But I just really think that that's not cool at all. I really do. I, I don't. I don't think it's cool at all. But anywho, you know, thank you, Rose, for <laughs> for your you know apology. And um, yeah, okay. So we're gonna move it along, and I want to give a quick little update um on a case that took place. Well, actually, took started off. I want to say it was a couple of years ago, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the gentleman by the name of um, Justice Wright. Um, Justin Wright is better known as Jay Wright, 
and he founded uh, Camp Entertainment Worldwide in 2011. Um, his company has worked with the likes of Bow Wow, Timberland, Cash Doll, shout out to you, Cash, DJ um, Khaled. And um, he was a, uh, um, let's just say he was a multi-platinum songwriter, okay? He, he did his thing, and he ended up dating this young lady. Uh, last name uh, is Bibbs. And she was a 20 year old year, young lady. And I think he was like 30, 32 or something like that. 31. And unfortunately that they went to Iowa to go and visit some of his family. Okay. And I think it was uh, Davenport, Iowa. And this was on May 9th of 2021 where the aspiring singer was actually found was actually found dead okay now he has recently been charged with the murder he was found guilty he was charged and he was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole um and we fluffing his ass up tonight for a simple fact yes for murder but for murdering this young lady according to her father over 70 dollars so let's get this straight you murdered a young lady you are a multi-platinum songwriter working with the likes of dj khaled of bow wow of cash doll and you murder a young lady over 70 dollars 70 dollars let, 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 let's just think real good with that let's get real clear with that one okay so it's um he's met his his date in hell he will be going to jail to prison for the rest of his natural life so we want to say kudos to the iowa um justice department who got it right we are very very um happy and ecstatic that you got this bastard off the streets unfortunately a 20 year old lady's life was snuffed out um and it is very sad but i just wanted to report on that today and you know we want to just say you know kudos to you kudos to you davenport iowa okay um last but not least before we go to our final break before the conclusion of fun fluffy friday which is an extended version tonight because you know this is a jump off to juneteenth weekend um, I want to read the statement that was made by the plastic surgeon who did the Jackie O surgery from PH1 Miami, uh, which is a aesthetic and uh, plastic surgery medical center. Okay. The plastic surgeon who did Jackie O surgery said that PH1's Miami remains devoted to the highest quality medical care. All aesthetic procedures are performed in a um, hygienically safe environment to universally recognize medical standards. Okay. To all my past, current, and prospective patients, PH1 Miami remains devoted to the highest quality medical care. All aesthetic procedures are performed in a hygienically safe environment to universally recognize medical standards. I am relentlessly committed to advancing techniques 
in the realm of plastic surgery. Most importantly, my staff and I ensure that each patient is vetted, prepped, and treated according to their individual patient history before surgery. Our mission is to help you to achieve the best possible results and most medically appropriate way possible. Dr. Zach O'Karn. Dr. Zach, we want you to get your ass back because at the end of the day, we're fluffing your ass up tonight because a young lady, the mother of three kids, no matter what her decision was, no matter how I feel about plastic surgery and BBLs and the dangers of it, no matter how anyone else feels, she came to your place. She left your place. She became unresponsive at the hospital, at the hotel, and she is now gone. Now they are stating that it was possibly foul play involved. You have not spoken out since this young lady passed. There was a couple of weeks. Her, her, her funeral was last Saturday, and now you come out basically with an ad, because that's what that sounded like to me, an ad advertising your damn services. Like, uh, don't worry about that girl just died. Don't worry about I had several others that died. Don't worry about that when other people spoke bad, or my patients spoke badly about my work, I turned and sued them. Don't matter about how many malpractice lawsuits I had against me. No matter about how many people were taken out after surgery from me, just know that we are here to help you get your best results and come check us out. We'll be here. You know, $200 refund and, and this type of shit. Not saying those exact words, but I'm just saying. For you to do that after not even acknowledging this woman's death, not acknowledging the family, not acknowledging her friends, not acknowledging the fact that she lost her life there and saying how you regret that she lost her life, but I assure you, I don't see any of that in this. I see an ad. It's like some shit that you would put in a, a, a magazine or on a commercial or on Instagram on an on a advertisement page. What the fluff you mean? What the fluff you mean? Are you serious? So this is your statement. Nothing about Jackie O. Nothing about her. You see, not saying to break HIPAA laws, but say, you, you know, yeah, I can assure you that we do the best work and you can come here and feel safe and leave with the best results. That's what that shit said. It said nothing about Jackie O. Nobody told you to break HIPAA laws and say, oh, this happened and that happened. Of course not. But for you to be a doctor and for this young lady to pass immediately, not even 24, four hours after leaving your facility after a surgery, Sir, if I was DC Young Fly, baby, I would be flying all up on your ass. Which, unfortunately, DC, I'm not going to fluff you up because of that situation and, you know, you have three kids, but you are going to be on Saturday shenanigans because there's some shenanigans going on and we're going to break that down tomorrow. So you guys stay tuned for that. But that being said, you know, love and light to the family. You know, um, I, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this statement at all. And something is going to come out of this because, like I stated, and I want y'all to make sure you know his name, Dr. Zach, Z-A-C-H-O-K-H-A-H. And it's, his place is called PH1 Miami. PH stands for put his ass on hold. Put on hold. One, goodbye. 
Don't take your ass over there. Do not schedule anything with this man until further notice. I said what I meant. That being said, let's get ready for one more break before we get to the conclusion of Fun Fluffing Friday. Okay? <sighs> See if we can pull us up a pop song that can fade us out. Go ahead and refill that drink. <laughs> Let's go. On the other side of this break, Boosie Dumbass. I gotta fluff you up, Boost. Let's go. But you be blowing in my five hundred bits. I got no love for the snakes. They don't need to be friends. They got me under surveillance. That's what's about to die. No, it's all right for me. We are not the best. Anytime y'all want to see me again, we want this track right here. Close your eyes. conclusion of the hot D. john's experience fun fluffing friday edition hope you all have enjoyed thus far some fun a little frustration and a little fluffing up that we have done tonight i really enjoyed our return to fun fluffing friday tonight we have been being on in a long time so i really appreciate it i really appreciate the love that i've been receiving over these last um couple of nights since our soft relaunch of the hot Johns experience starting on monday this past monday so if you didn't get a chance make sure that you check out our monday night madness the mayweather mayhem edition it was a very good episode i've been getting very good reviews and some good views on it also check out the talk about it tuesday also that was a very good episode WTF Wednesdays. Yes, it was WTF Wednesdays. It was a lot of WTFs that we had to go over and, and discuss, and it was very fun. Um, there was no To Be Honest Thursdays this week. Um, we will be rolling one out probably next week, but I do really appreciate all the love that I've gotten and received and all of the, um, the, the, you know, the encouragement to keep going, and, and I really appreciate it. Just some house cleaning items before we move forward with our top story, or I should say our top fluff up for tonight. Um, make sure that you like your girl's podcast, man. That's where you can know that every time I'm uploading a new episode, you will be the first to get it. Make sure you check me out live. I'm going to start going live at 
8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a tentative because my Cali Dallas has been, been loving me coming on late. I've been seeing, I've been getting a lot of love out there on the West. But, you know, I have to give it out to my my pools and my best on the East. You feel me? So I got to get somewhere in the middle. So right now we're going to shoot for 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, if that ch time change, we will let you know. So that way you will be able to look for the live show on Spotify. And of course, if you're not able to catch me live on Spotify, you are sure able to catch the episode uploaded on your favorite podcast platforms. That will be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, also on Amazon Music and anywhere you like listening to your favorite podcast. So make sure you check out your girl, Hot D. Johns. Also, check out some of my posts that I put on, some inspirational posts I like to put on my Instagram, get your day going. You know, we have a, we have a little Jesus over here. He ain't done with me yet, but he ain't leave me, he ain't leave me in the vet. You feel me? So definitely um, love to post inspirational uh, messages on my page. So check me out on Instagram at H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. Also, if you don't get a chance to go on the platform, you can always catch the uploaded version of my podcast, the newest episodes on the Facebook page, the Hot D. Johns Experience. Also on the Twitter page, Hot D. Johns Experience on Instagram as well. And don't forget that YouTube, I will be uploading my nightcap recaps, um, which is going to be a little thing that I'm starting uh, this season. And I'm keeping my, my hands together and pray that it's, it's going to turn out good. Um, this will be your nightcap recap for reality TV shows that I am watching. For those of you who don't know, this is a, I guess you could say, a um, guilty pleasure of mine. There are a lot of uh, reality TV shows that I've watched and that I've followed for a very long time. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is one of them. And also Sisters for my girls um, on Wednesdays. That one I'm going to try to do live, you know, live reaction afterwards. Um, I have some things that are coming up soon, so I might not be able to do it live initially in the beginning of the season, but probably by mid-season. But you would definitely get a nightcap recap of those shows and any other shows that come up that I'm going to be following. I'll let you guys know here. And those nightcap recaps, again, you will be able to find on my YouTube channel. Um, this is going to be my return to my YouTube as well. Um, I'm going to be doing a story time really, really soon. I'm thinking maybe, you know, I get this is Juneteenth, so I'm going to keep it real festive as much as possible. Um, but, you know, we got work to do. So got to keep you engaged, entertained and informed. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> but I want to do a story time so you guys can be aware of you know what I've come through and maybe my story will help someone out here that may be going through the same situation and um, maybe can give you uh, some upliftment and some encouragement that, you know, you could come back through anything. Anything is possible, you know, through Christ who strengthens me and, and, and through strengthens you. So keep that in mind. I'll be coming up with my little story time. Let y'all know what took you so long, girl, where you been? You know, so I will definitely be doing that. Okay. Back to the fluffing up. We got a fun fluffing Friday. Um, we're going to give you one more fluffing. Well, this one kind of fun and kind of fluffing. And then we're going to get to our head topic, our main topic of tonight, which is Boosie. 
he was badass, but I'm calling him dumbass. I'm sorry. Sorry, Boosie. I got to do it. Well, it looked like we got us some little friendly fire out here. I'm going to see if I can try to find the track. But it looks like Gucci Mane has come out with a little thing. And apparently some words in his little track. And he done had him another gorgeous little baby. Let's just, let me just say this on the fun part of it. When I say you want to look at a level up or a glow up after somebody who has come to them a life of crime, went to prison, came out, had a multi-million, quadrillion dollar wedding. Shout out to Miami. Boy, we just be doing it down here in South Florida. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I just got to say it. We just be doing the damn thing. Y'all, y'all, you can't hate. You got to congratulate because. You know, if it ain't the hot Atlanta, it's, def it's definitely the, the, the magic city, baby. It's just what we do. And Broward, don't worry about it, Broward. You know, we coming through. But I just want to say the glow up with him and his wife. And now they had their little children. And they just doing the damn thing. He does making sure she giving him his little oxtails and his curry chicken and curry goat and, and them rice and peas and ting. You know, I'm very, very happy and proud of him. Now, on the verses, he kind of ticked me off on the verses with Jeezy. And, I, you know, I kind of can't understand it, but, I mean, come on, Gooch. You know, you was in that life. Jeezy was in that life. He was a capo. You know, you was a dapo. It is what it is, okay? But other than that, I just really say, wow. You know, he's he's been doing a great job of just staying under the radar, living his best life, putting it in his wife's life, and getting it done. And I want to say shout out to her for the simple fact that baby ain't no background dancer. She is the background dancer. She love every freaking girl. Lovely little mama. And she always pop her ass right back on, right out on that stage, shake it up, twerk it up, throw it back, just like that. And then we go home. And he go on tour, we go on tour. Okay. So I'm just, I just love that. So that being said, Gucci got a new track out. And apparently, it looks like shots were fired. You know, it could have been a little 22. I don't think it was a Mac. So, you know, even though it's whack, y'all know how we, we don't discuss whack on this platform many a time. And we know who whack is. So, that being said, let me play the little, the little snippet. Because now, whack supposedly is going to be coming back with him a diss track. Let's see what Gucci had to say. See if I can pull it up. Okay, so you heard, you heard a little. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, ask about no him because I ain't no whack one hundred. Got my shirt off because I'm, you know, I mean, you know, because she made he she made sure that he came when he came home. He was in staying in shape in the prison. When he came home, he was in shape. So you know, he made his little dig or whatever. So this is whack one hundred. This ain't really. This is on the fun tip. This ain't really. I'm not really fluffing nobody up on this one because our final fluff up is gonna be boosy. But I just w thought this was, you know, a little fun thing. I think he just, hey, it sounds good. He's Gucci. The the flow is right. The metaphor is tight. You know, it is what it is. I'm I'm loving it. And Wack responded, um, you diss me, huh? I heard that shit. 
He said, "Wack 100 diss track response coming in two days. The knockoff Gucci. I'm really the main." So he said, "Sit down." They says, "With family, go stream that shit now." So you know, I, I, it looked like he had a little fun with it. Say he gonna send a little diss track. I'm sure he's not, but I would think that all the stuff that Wack has done, especially that Wack ass, um, we call him Rainbow Bright over here. But y'all might know him at six nine, but Wayne more bright Skittles, all the stuff that we've had to deal with with him and with Wack and trying to push him in people's face for him to you know have a little fun like that. I thought it was kind of cool. So we'll see if he do actually you know release a little this little line or two or whatever because he ain't no rapper. But if he does, y'all know we will be right here for the bullshit, okay? And we will be definitely playing it here on the Hot Dogs Experience, okay? I put it off long enough. I just wanna um let's just get on with the get on. Okay. Boosie is one, one of my favorite rappers, one of the funniest rappers that I know. Um I want to say this before we get into this fluff up. I think it's time for rappers, singers, or whoever the hell, drillers, or whatever you want to call you themselves, to get y'all ass up off of Black TV, off of Matt Hoffa, off of academics, and all these platforms that when you get on there, you already know and if you don't know, now you know that their intentions are to get the clip, the clout. They are to get that soundbite that's going to make their quadrillion followers line up and then steadily share it. Oh, my God, you can't believe what so-and-so said and so-and-so said and so-and-so said, Okay. That being said, if you didn't know Boosie as a rapper, you damn sure knew Boosie from Vlad TV. Okay? Every time you turn around, he has as on Vlad TV. Tyrese came out a week or so ago, and he basically let everybody know he exposed Vlad ass, that he was all his DM. He's like, you're a culture vulture. Stay your ass out my DM. Stay from talking to my my um management no i would never come on your show everybody come on they always end up arrested you always have asked people disrespectful ass questions and he's like shout out to you boosie for not answering the question about the child support and all of this thing because he was saying um he took a dig at tyrese during one of his interviews saying that he know martin luther king didn't die for child support basically um insinuating that Tyrese was using the black card and wanting to get the judge removed from his case, his child support, the, in the, I mean, his divorce case, he wanted him removed because he was racist and he called his wife a bitch in the chambers. And he thought that that was disrespectful. He's like, no matter what I'm going through with my my, my soon-to-be ex-wife, you don't disrespect the black queen like that. In other words, come for you, Gaga. I ain't taking it. You ain't finna sit here and call her no bitch. Okay, that being said, now Vlad makes a little sarcastic comment. Now he this is not the first time he's made controversial comments. He's made comments against 
um, Elijah, not Elijah Muhammad, but um, Louis Farrakhan. Oh, yeah, and Elijah Muhammad and other little, um, let's just say it, disrespectful racist ass statements. And then you are constantly seeing these rappers going on there where Tyrese went ahead and exposed him that he's paying these guys. So for y'all that don't want to come on a platform like me, a little small platform like me, or some of us other creators who just out here doing our thing and we're in the culture and we're reporting on, on the stuff that you do and we're following you and we, we were supporting you. You don't want to support us back, but you'll go over there because like I said the other night, listen to the podcast, fans will make them dance. Fans will make them dance. It don't matter if they a girl or a man. Bands will make them dance. Bands make they ass dance. No, I ain't got $10,000 for you motherfuckers. No, I don't. But what I do have is a platform of people that love to hear and talk about you. Why you don't come over and support your girl? Why you won't go to, go and support your dudes? Tippy, shout out to Tippy Toe Podcast. Go over to Tippy Toe. If that's what you want to do. You don't want to come on the female foot. Cool. But that's the main reason why you guys are going on there. Now, why do I bring that up? Boosie, I think, is the most recognized rapper that has been on Vlad because he stayed going on Vlad. Now it looks like you were getting paid to go on there. You were getting paid to go on to this Culture Vulture platform, and you were always being asked incriminating questions. There's always something about a crime, always something about what you would do, and all of a sudden like this. Now, meanwhile, for those of you who don't know the history of Bad, of Boosie Badass, I'm going to leave him at Badass, but Dumbass is coming up soon, but originally badass, he beat a double murder charge. Let me say that again. Boosie Badass beat a double murder charge. He is from Louisiana. Let's stop right there. Anybody that that, got, that knows anything about Louisiana, you are a black male in Louisiana. Your ass ain't beating shit. And, and what's his name? NBA young boy, Floyd Mayweather's um, grandson father. This nigga's Barely could beat the gun charges, and his lawyers try to say it was during a, uh, the filming of a video. He barely beat that, and he still they ran down on him in Louisiana, feds and all that surrounded his house in in Los Angeles, and had him locked up, and then they finally let him out, and all this, and now he had to go record in the house, and this and that, and the third. You bet they have guys sitting up there right now that literally are innocent, but they were railroaded because they have one of the most corrupt justice systems and police departments in the country i said what i meant so that being said for you to beat that charge however you beat that charge and get out touch the road with no papers on nothing you beat the charge straight up clear that's it and go on these different platforms and run your damn mouth and then you ran over there to san diego not this is lucy dumbass you you know you don't see him he make his little jokes he said stuff like he was he's one of his famous sound bites no way man no the way don't cut the baby dick off don't cut the little boy dick off hey you don't know yourself man okay if you don't know that one then i don't i don't know how else i can describe him well he showed his ass up in Florida. That's why I told y'all, Florida been lit. Oh, well, we stay lit. But this is a different kind of lit. Like, this week has been all kind of crazy shit. But he showed his ass up the YMW um, Melly's double murder trial. Hear me. You be the double murder trial. You show us, supposedly support him and, and talk about free Melly man. And y'all can't say that man is. And after going there, he talking about he need to be a lawyer and all this and that. Okay. Showed up to the trial to, as support, I guess, and to watch the trial in person. Now, he goes to San Diego to 
address a charge. He had a, a court a court appearance for gun possession when he was caught with a gun in San Diego. Okay, he lives in Atlanta. He goes across state lines with a gun. You are you were a convicted felon or whatever. Okay, according to documents that were obtained by TMZ. He was arrested for possession of a weapon by a felon, which was the same charge he had just beaten in San Diego. So let me tell you, let me be clear and speed this on up. Let y'all get on out to the club. He was in San Diego. He got caught. He got arrested. He left. I mean, when they let him out, he went to on stage, say, fuck the police. He had the crowd saying, fuck the police and all this stuff. He being out on the streets and doing his thing. He had to go for the court appearance. The state said, case dismissed, you can go. He thought that the case was dismissed, so he walks out the courtroom and gets handcuffed by the damn feds outside the courtroom. Okay, now, what's weird about this is this all happened after an interview with Matt Hoffa. Where is Matt Hoffa? Part of the what? Vlad platform. Are you following me? Are you following the fuckery about the file I'm about to fluff his ass up while he is goosey dumbass now? So now the feds get him. And they arrested him according to TMZ docs that they that they obtained. The feds claimed that Boosie was on Instagram Live with a gun in his waistband back in May on May 6th. San Diego police was watching his live and alerted officers to pull any cars over that had Boosie in the backseat of it. Once the police spotted the vehicle. They claim to have witnessed some type of motion going in on the vehicle, going on in the vehicle, okay? Which to them looked as if someone was attempting to conceal firearms or illegal contraband. When the police pulled the car over, Boosie did not have any weapons on him, but his security was strapped. Police found a loaded Hellcat 9mm in the guard's bag and also a loaded Glock 9mm on the passenger seat. The police ended up looking over the IG live footage and matched the gun to the one seen in Boosie's damn waistband. I wish your ass would have left this man alone. Man, let me back on my Instagram, man. Yeah, I'm on page, man. I need my Instagram page. It ain't there, man. Remember all that dumb shit, Boost? Remember all of that? Your ass is there on an Instagram live while you're being interviewed by Matt Hoffa. And then you not to mention, you got you on Matt Hoffa's platform. And he asked you questions about, oh, you, how did you beat the charge? And, and, and how do you get a gun across state lines? And you're a felon and asking all these dumb ass questions. And you literally was sitting there and answering the damn questions. You are being fluffed up officially tonight by the Hot John experience because, nigga, you about to have a real experience. You had the nerve to put out an apology to your family and your children. You sorry. Yes, nigga, you are sorry. Sorry as hell. And one thing my me, worst thing you could be is a sorry ass nigga. I said what I meant. It's very sorry for you to be a double charge. It's very sorry for you to be possession of marijuana. It's very sorry for you to be. You are on live. Cameras on every corner, on from every view, from every damn. You giving them angles, niggas. You was giving them angles. I saw the footage, and you can see it clearly. 
And all they had to do was say, oh, look at him. You think he wasn't being watched? Come on, Boosie. You'll be out here talking about man. You talk these kids, man. But you got you got to be smart when you got you know these police, man. They after us, man. And to think that this is supposed to be the 50th anniversary of hip hop. What hip and what motherfucking hop? It is robo cop. That's what it is. It ain't even hip hop no more. It's police and cop. Popo and cop. That's what it is. They need to scrap every freaking celebration because what's there to celebrate? Where is it going? 50 years later, niggas is getting locked up one by one. Y'all going down one by one, two by two. Buckle my motherfucking shoe. And they ain't they getting y'all on big ones. You got Casanova over here talking about, I don't want to be in the game no more. Writing letters to judges think that's going to help his ass get out. Next thing you know, he sliced in the damn face. You got the dude that was over there with Young Dolph. You got his ass that was one of his artists, the ones that's part of the setup that took him out. Only your friends or your secrets, so only he can reveal it. Hell, who's to say somebody wasn't around here saying such a about you? And Boosie, Louisiana boy, Louisiana, Nola. You already know the old saying goes. What's the best way to catch a fish? With his mouth open, nigga. With his mouth open. Where else the hook gonna go? You done had your mouth open for months, for a couple of years now, jumping up on that damn thing with Vlad, answering all these damn questions about the wrong shit, jumping up on Mal Hoffa. And Mal Hoffa, why the hell, What? why would you even ask him questions like that? I almost feel like you set him up. And then you won't sit around and wonder why people are trying to blame you or saying, oh, it was your fault. No, it's not your fault because he's a grown-ass man. He could have said, man, that's an open case right now. You know, I can't really discuss that. But once everything's done, you know, we can go from there. That's what I would have said. That's what a, a smart person would have said, Boosie dumbass. But it looks like you weren't moving too smart. Fish. Hook, line. Now they're going to sink him. I feel sorry for your baby moms. I feel sorry for your kids. Because now, they ain't get to for that double murder. But niggas, by the time they add that time on, they gonna make sure that that time equates to at least one of them murders. That you were cleared of. Damn, we couldn't get them on that. Okay, no problem. How much they would have ran? They would have probably been like two licenses. You know, you mean we can't get them no license, but we can get them close to life. We probably get them about 15, 20. Going over state line. They gonna, they gonna trust me, they gonna trump up the charges. Possession of a firearm with a felon, being in, in possession or being in the, the, the vicinity of. And you know they like to chump up a whole lot of damn charges. So, Boosie, I hope for your sake that um they don't give you too long a time. For you to be in there, and let me and let let this be a let, let this be a warning and a lesson to all of y'all. I'm so bad, I'm so hood, I'm gonna stay out in these streets even though I'm good. Y'all dumb motherfuckers. I hope y'all are young boys paying attention, because as soon as he went in there, it wasn't a good twenty four hours, and that Rose was getting put up for sale. Is he rich? Do he have them bands? Make them dance, make them dance. The Rose Royce went up for sale. What else is going up for sale? He ain't got no bail. 
but them bills got to still be paid and daddy ain't here no more. So Boosie dumbass, I'm very disappointed in you because you had the opportunity where you could have been doing a whole lot of other shit but still sitting up here trying to act like you still in them, you still about that life, nigga. Now you about to get life. Remember, class, the best way to catch a fish when his mouth is open. Oh, it's a lot of singing motherfuckers out here. I said what I meant. And that my flamely concludes tonight's episode of Hotly John's Experience, Fun Fluffing Fridays. And I love experiencing with you. This has been a great time. I really enjoyed myself. Again, don't y'all forget when y'all go out to the club tonight, go holler at DJ and tell him, give our boy Pac a little medley because it is his heavenly birthday. He would have been 52 years old today, June 16, 1971. Our favorite Gemini. So that being said, this concludes our episode for tonight, guys. Um, this is the set off, the jump off for Juneteenth weekend. So I will be seeing you all tomorrow for a nice little Saturday sip and stir shenanigans. So please look out for that episode. Um, once again, thank you if it's your first time listening to the podcast. If you didn't do it on the way in, on the way out, please make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast, The Hot D. John's Experience. Follow your girl on all platforms at H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. And, hey, love you guys very much. Thank you so much for supporting me and being here. And it don't try, it don't cost y'all nothing. Just build my numbers up because they be out here trying to steal my flows, trying to take from the show. So let them know that y'all know where it come from. It come from your girl, Kiwi. Oh, oh, oh. That's um, a dedication to DJ Nasty. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. So, that being said, guys, I'm out of here. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can find us another little um, pop song on our way out. Um, Let's see if we can pull up Digital Underground. And um, I'll tell you what. I'll be back tomorrow. Put God first. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. It's been a highly job experience with y'all. And I love dispensing with you. Peace. Good night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 <